0: Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise schwartz I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain-soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everybody. Louise Walter here with my friend Alexis Keens. And Alexis is a breathwork facilitator and a coach. And she comes to us from Western Australia, and Alexis, it's just a gift to have you with us today. I know you're doing such stellar work over there with great people, and uh, and you've done such great work on yourself too, getting getting here on this path. Um, so tell me a little bit. How did you even get into breath work?
1: Well, I it started about twenty years ago actually, mm-hmm. and I was with a. a an organization that had a spiritual master at that time. And so one of the things that they suggested to me to help me get clearer about what I wanted and to um, be able to access more information with inside myself that I do some breath work sessions with a, a man who was part of this group. So I signed up because I could get like six for a, a, a special deal And I started going to him and I noticed just by doing that, that a lot of the stress that I was feeling and a lot of um, anxiety that I had trying to do it right went away. And so we stayed in touch and I continued doing uh, lessons with him. And once I moved to uh, Australia, I decided I I wanted to reconnect with him because we had been friends and it's a husband and wife team now and i was talking to them and i did a session on zoom and i said you know i i really think i'd like to i'd like to do more of this i'd like she says well why don't you come to the us and we'll do some sessions and get you trained up and then you can you can do the we'll certify you so i said okay nice i would say <laughs> that the this is off subject now but i would say that the biggest turning points in my life have been when someone suggested something to me and I didn't mind blow it away. I didn't say, oh, this, that and make the list. I just said, that's it. And I listened to something that was way deeper inside of me than I even know where it is. So I said, okay, I'll do that. So I made arrangements just because I had to go to Boulder, Colorado, no, yeah, and um, we did the sessions and I had, I mean, I double timed it because they, they usually spread it out, but I was doing two, two classes a day and got all of my uh, work in and then they monitored me for three months until I got up to speed in this country. And that's, that's basically how I started. And then it kind I let it kind of run down I had, I had two good cut clients that I still have. And I, I thought I would just retire because I was too old and I didn't want to make anything else happen. That, and that was walking around money, having them. <laughs> and then I had a, um, one of the clients, I, I was doing your class, actually, Louise. We were doing um, creating abundance or what we wanted in our life. And I have to say thank you to you, because that was the part where you had to write down what what you wanted, be very specific about what it was, and once you did that for so many days, I can't remember now five, I think. Then I wrote lessons to uh, letters to the universe, thanking them and telling them how grateful I was and how much how much. Um, business I had and everything was great and thank you for sending it to me and I kid you not I would say and this was during COVID on top of all of that <laughs> I, I got a phone call and it was from this woman that I had given sessions to and I always wondered why she never called me back because I knew that she loved it mm-hmm. but I didn't I, I'm shy about calling somebody when they don't come back because I'm thinking, well, they, they don't want any more or they've moved on. There's just, I just feel slimy doing that. So anyway, she said, do you remember, Miss? Oh my God, yes. I think about you every time I drive by your office. She said, I put your card in a safe place and I have been looking for it for three years. Oh my God. I <laughs> found it today. <laughs> I thought, yeah, universe, you really are out there, aren't you? You got my back. It was just amazing. So she said, I need some sessions. I said, okay, I've got some clients. Are you insured? So she's the one that got me off my backside because I turned in my license. I'd done all of that, my business license. And so I thought, okay. So she was sort of kicking me to get going again because she needed me to help her is what it boiled down to.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it's just been absolutely amazing what's happened since then. And she yes. sent so many beautiful people to help. And I, I mix up what I do. Um, I, they all have to do mind gems. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I encourage them to. I give them to them. And then I send them another copy so that they don't have an excuse that they didn't have a copy that's great and I I can tell the ones that do and I had one lady and she was going through a really 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 snarly divorce and she's oh I gotta I "I gotta find my sheet she said she'd get so angry and upset with him when they had their and she'd go outside and say okay i'm gonna do this one i'm gonna do this one i'm gonna do this one. and then so she, she went through the room. mind gems oh that's she great went, she um, used it for a crutch it's so cute to see see how she lit but she listened she listened and Yeah. She
0: was- and look at the beautiful you know the the beautiful business that you know, you were, you came out of retirement, you know, to really, to really do. And, you know, I know that you said it was God's calling, or, you know, you really felt called to do this work. And yet, Alexis, you've been on a spiritual journey your whole life. I have. You have, um, you know, and, you know, so, so what, you know, what are some of those challenges that you've overcome? You know, you've had, you've had struggle, you've had pain, and yet, I think it, it, I, I just watch you. It's created who you are. It's amazing to me. You're, you're so courageous. <laughs> you're so amazing. <laughs> so so tell us, you know, I mean, way back when, you know,
1: Alexis, but well, you know, you had some some stuff go on. Well, I, I was born in 1941. So at that point in, in the Appalachian Hills of uh, Georgia. And my father had deserted my mother before I was born. And my older sister is less than a year younger than me and she was a breech baby. And so the doctor used forceps and damaged her brain. So she was always uh, mentally challenged beyond the age of three. And then my mother finds out she's pregnant with me. That was just like icing on her emotional cake, so to speak. So after I was born my mother's oldest sister and her husband who had no children took me to be with them in South Carolina. And so I didn't really bond that well with my mother at the beginning because there wasn't that much going on. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother and we got passed back and forth between my grandmother and my aunt and uncle and my mother who was trying to shoot she was only 17, 18 years old when I was born, and she already had a a, a retarded child. So that was a lot, no support, no education. Mm -hmm. I mean, and she turned good in the end. She did some amazing things for herself. And so we ended up all together living with my aunt and uncle because my grandmother, they didn't want us going into foster care. And so at that time, my sister was still living with us and my mother was so deeply depressed. She spent most of her time sleeping or just being angry and frustrated. And I remember one day the phone rang. I was maybe nine years old. And that's in the days when you had a phone in the middle of the house and go answer it. And my mother was in bed and so this, this person my mother had no boyfriends none she did not date and this man said can I speak with Eleanor and I said okay and so I said mom the phone's for you and then I went back outside and I came back and she was still in bed and I said did she no she didn't so I woke I shook her and when I did she fell out of bed she had been saving my sister's um barbiturates that they used to help her sleep or I don't know what she was using them for and so um, they had to call an ambulance and take her away and I I that was so traumatic for me because I kept thinking she would rather be dead than be with me oh and I tell awesome. the people who are talking about suicide and stuff I said mm-hmm. don't do that and I tell them that part of my story because people don't think of, you know, it's a selfish act when you do something like that. But anyway, because she ended up in the uh, state hospital, they gave her, a, um, she took a, a hair, co- hair course for cosmetology. Okay. So they gave her a way to make a living nice pretty pretty amazing when you think about it back Mm -hmm. in the 50s right so from that she was able to stand on her own two feet and and get going again so but that that star stayed with me a long time because it's hard to erase something that graphic from a kid's mind
0: of course of course so how did you erase that graphic from your mind what did you do
1: It took me 50 years Mm -hmm. to erase that from my mind, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And it took um, all of the modalities that I've I've used Mm
0: -hmm. along
1: the way. And uh, like I do forensic healing, which is from an amazing woman here in Australia And that helped get me on the way because that was the first time I noticed ancestral stuff Mm -hmm. and going back in other lifetimes and, and healing things from there. And so it's just been like a Rubik's Cube. You know, you've got all these colors on one side and you want them green on one, red, white, whatever. And so you just have to start taking those, moving them around so that you end up with the color combination that you're desiring for whatever it is. And I think that's how it happened. And then from there, I spent 20 years in meditation and, and, and finding worthiness, mm-hmm. finding um, that it's okay to be who I am, being okay with my body. I mean, I, was, I even went through my life because I couldn't control anything else. And I was believing for like a long, long, time in my life and not until I was in my 40s did I was I able to really 50 able to just let all that go it wasn't as rampant as it was when i was 18 but it was just trying to fit in trying to trying to find some love and you know mm-hmm. you can't find it that way it's not it's not there it's you have to love yourself first what a
0: What's journey you-
1: well, and you yeah. can do that. Then you can do anything.
0: And you and did it. You did it. Yeah, I mean, I it was a journey, it. but you did it. You you know, you yeah. had those struggles and those struggles created who you are today. And the compassion and the empathy that you can have for your clients now.
1: Yeah, I really think mm-hmm. because it's taken me this long to get to where The karma or the promise that I made to my soul when I came here. I had to collect all these pieces along the way so that when I got to where I promised I would be, I would have the tools and the wisdom. Hence, Wisdom Healing by Alexis. That's what I like calling myself.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. It fits very well. Wisdom healing by Alexis. Yes. Yeah. You've done such a great job. You know, what was the hardest decision um, that you've ever had to make and deal with?
1: Hmm. The hardest decision. Let me think. I've had several hard decisions. (laughs) That's okay. You can name a couple. (laughs) Um, I think the hardest one was when I, uh, I, I had to divorce my second husband mm-hmm. because I still, I still had really deep feelings for him. I still loved him, mm-hmm. but I knew that our past had been together but it was, he needed to be respected to go on his path and I needed to be respected to take the other road. Mm-hmm. That, that was hard.
0: And, and just for our audience here too, Alexis, you know there are other, other people who might be in the same situation. What, what advice would you give them?
1: You have to be true to yourself. You have to answer that knowing inside yourself. Mm-hmm. See, I knew this for a couple of years. And what's so fascinating to me, I had a, a beautiful man that came to me, and uh, he he's on a, a really deep spiritual path. He's done a lot of things, and he's written a book. And, and he said that one day he woke up and he writes beautiful poetry and stuff. And he realized that there was something empty inside of him and he needed more. And he, and he had a wife he loved and he had fun Ooh. with her. They did all kinds of things. But he said, I just knew I couldn't keep going the way I was going. He was a
0: mm-hmm.
1: high, high energy uh, attorney. And now he lives very simply and he's true to himself and he doesn't know where his journey is going to end up, but I, I see he's going to, he's going to be doing some amazing things. And he says that that those were joyful times. And I thought, you know, and then I was able to share what I just shared with you. I Mm -hmm. "I totally understand where you're coming from. I get it.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yes. if people don't move on and do what they know they should do, they end up overweight eating to kill that feeling of Mm -hmm. not being, you know, not doing what they, their soul is screaming for them to do or they drink Mm -hmm. or they, they are addicted to other things. And it's just, You can't, you can't put a bandaid on it. One day you have to just rip it off and look at it and say, "Whoa, okay. I don't know where this courage is going to come from because it's like, Oh, I don't want to hurt someone. Well, by staying, you hurt more. You hurt them and you hurt yourself because they know something's wrong. They know it's not the way it used to be.
0: Right. Right. So that that courage and like you said, following your intuition, really listening to your heart, your soul, whatever those messages are. You're, I feel like you've been good
1: at that since you were born. I have been. I really <laughs> it's think just, right. it's awesome.
0: Yes. Um, you've been good at that since you were born. You
1: know, if you could start all over again, is there anything you would do differently? From the very beginning, if I could start like From a kid, is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, or even, you know, even just like think of growing up, like when you were in your 20s and 30s, whatever you did during that time, you know, was there a different path you would have taken?
1: Yes, absolutely. And what was I from from the time I could read a a comic strip. They used to have, excuse me. Out, go now, out, out. Sorry, my dog wanted to join us. I, I wanted. Uh, I loved beautiful clothes. I loved color. I loved designing clothes. I was doing this when I was like seven and eight years old. Oh. I loved the way things felt, and I I wanted to go. I wanted to go to uh, college, mm-hmm. and I I was living with my uncle then. He. I said, you know, i when when I finish high school, I want I want to go to Winthrop College, and it was an all-girls school close by where we live. He said, why would you wanna do a thing like that? You're just gonna get married and have babies. And I can still feel that disappointment and that it was like throwing a bucket of water on me. Mm-hmm. And then I just sort of like shut down. I thought, well, what's to do? Cause going to college, I didn't really, uh, I wanted to go to art school. You know, I wanted to do something like that. And so that that was sort of like pushed away from me by myself. But then I thought, okay, so then the next thing that came up is what I'm doing now. But that's so maybe what I, it was meant to be, huh? Yeah, well, maybe yeah. not. Yeah,
0: and maybe not, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But that's so how might- you...
1: I'm sorry. It might have before. just
0: been a different path. Maybe that would have just been a different path, but it wouldn't have
1: maybe led you where you are now. That's true. I wouldn't be doing this. It would be probably more superficial, but in that, I, I helped dress a lot of women in my life because I worked in fashion, you know, as far as being mm-hmm. a uh, personal shopper for people mm-hmm. and, and helping them and giving them the confidence and stuff. And it's just like going into a zone. So in a way, that was my counseling then. Sure. You were, <laughs> using, you were
0: using some of it, even though you didn't go to college. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got to do that path or take that path um, and use those talents and
1: those gifts. But yeah. uh, in, the, in the way, and then I went into real estate for 30 years. And then I was counseling people to help them buy a house and stuff like that. So I've been a people person on some level forever.
0: Forever. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm curious, how do you stay at your best? How do I what? How do you stay at your best?
1: I stay at my best by just... Well, for one thing, I, I, I totally am devoted to mind gems. I'm totally devoted to uh, meditation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think those are the things. And also what helps me stay at my best. If something makes me feel unworthy, I don't put that on again. Because how we dress also affects how we feel and how we intermingle with other people Mm -hmm. because the first judgment someone has is they look at you and it doesn't matter if you are a rocket scientist and you've put the first person on Mars if you look like a curmudgeon that's the first thing (laughs) someone's going to think that's true
0: yes yeah so see you are using that gift you're still using that gift of yeah of fashion and dress and the art piece with all of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's how and you always look so beautiful so I can see why how that's a value for you
1: it is a value yes value. Mm-hmm. sometimes I think well am I being narcissistic is that being because I care but I don't think so because I think sometimes people as they get older Start giving up and saying, what's the point? It's always the point. The minute you go down that depression road, it's so hard to get back up. And I can honestly say, I'm sure I've been, I have been down a little bit, but to be really depressed in my life, I don't, I don't think I've, I've been there.
0: That's really awesome. You've always had a strong mindset. You know, you had to have a strong mindset when you were a little girl. Yep. You know, so you did it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's really cool. It's really, really awesome. I know that all of these amazing tools definitely helped you and your journey. You've had the spiritual journey, really, in the whole, you know, wellness, health, healing area your whole entire life. So, how do you keep your body healthy?
1: Well, I grew up on a farm. Mm -hmm. Everything we had, we grew. The milk just came from the udder to the table. And then once the table got a little sour, then we made buttermilk and butter. And so I've always had that kind of, been interested in that. And honestly, I'd say I wasn't a big junk food person. However, I do like German chocolate cake and stuff like that, which I haven't eaten in years. But now, I just try to um, keep keep it simple, and listen to my body. And we don't we don't eat a lot of processed foods and stuff. And sometimes we'll go weeks and not have anything but vegetables. And then I'll feel like we need a chicken or something, and I'll cook a chicken, and in, in the uh, pressure cooker, and then we'll have that with soup or something, and. I, you know, it's just it's just keeping things simple.
0: Keep it simple. I love it. Like that's awesome. Keeping it simple. And so, what do you do in your downtime? So, when you have downtime, what does Alexis like to do?
1: Alexis loves to play bridge. <laughs> awesome. That's what I do. It's because you keep my mind sharp. Because you gotta think, you gotta be able to count, you gotta strategize, and it's competitive, and I love that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Good for you. That's how you keep your mind sharp. Yeah. What advice would you give to other practitioners, maybe starting out in their business?
1: What advice would I give them? I would say walk your talk. Mm. And listen. Beautiful. And have no judgment. Mm -hmm. And accept people where they are. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, that was my lesson too. When I first started my practice, um, I feel so blessed to have worked with so many kinds of people, you know, um, that were coming through my doors. And, you know, if I look back, what really served me was I had no judgment. Mm -hmm. I just love everyone for what they bring to the table. You know, and as a special ed teacher, I learned to start where people were at. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was, it's been a beautiful journey, just a beautiful journey. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, who have been so you mentioned a couple early mentors I guess so you worked with a, a your breath teacher even came all the way to the United States mm-hmm. to learn that to learn that work and then you did the forensic work and I know we did some work together yes we, we did Yes. Yeah, a couple of years work. Worth. <laughs> You learn the brain system. We healed a lot of some. We healed some traumas, <laughs> you know, some past, some past stuff for you for sure. Any
1: other early mentors? Any anybody else you've worked with that you can? Well, another of? Uh, mentor of mine uh, is a, a a woman named Christine who lives in um, the UK, mm-hmm. and I went to uh, England and did her angelic Reiki course. Oh, nice! And I really love what she was doing. But now that I've gotten older, it's hard for me to stand for stand for the period of time I need to, to do that. But I still use her techniques when I have people on, on the floor because I use the floor with with uh, mats and things for people to lie on so that they, they have the freedom of the room to do whatever they need to do for whatever's going on in the breath work
0: oh beautiful beautiful so, can you give us an example of that I don't know if you can or not but what would yeah give us an example yeah. of some of your breath work
1: okay but first I just want to say through uh, um Christine I, I learned how to bless and uh take care of the house before oh. someone comes and I religiously do that before everything I do and and get get everything as cleared out as I can, so there's only people. On the only energy that's allowed is energy that's going to be there for good. But I have um, I have a, a couple of mats on the floor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the people lie down, mm-hmm. and I use uh, trance music that has a beat that goes through, and that helps them pace themselves, it's, it's like the breathing starts out like rebirthing, it's the circle of life. And in that, it can go off in all kinds of directions. This is a spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental uh, meditation. And I call it, we, uh, well, uh, Chris and, um, uh, and Cassidy who did this, Savannah, Cassidy, they, they call it a meditation, and it really is. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people can just lie there and they just feel relaxed and stress-free, or they might feel anger. And when, when, when emotions come up in the body, they got to get out. And so I have a, a, a towel for them. I give them, they can hit the floor with that. Or if they feel angry, they can put it over their mouth and scream until it goes away, or if they feel pain and sorrow, they can cry, and I have tissue for that. And I'm just here to facilitate. It's not my journey, it's their journey. And I'm just here to make sure that they feel safe and comforted if they need it. Otherwise, I'm here to say, let, no, don't go to your mind, just breathe. That's your only job, breathe, and let happen what happened. But I've had uh, a client that uh, had been bitten by a snake Ooh. and a jugut, which are deadly. And she had been going through a lot. And it was uh, six weeks after she was bitten, she was still having all kinds of troubles, but she said, I've got to have a session. So she came and she was in the middle of it. And she had the pain where the snake bit, she could feel this, excruciating pain in her arm Mm. and so I was over there helping her I said okay I'll I'll put pressure on it for you she says I think I'm gonna be sick and so she leaned over and she didn't really throw up but some some gases and things came and it smelled just like a snake a a snake venom
0: oh my gosh wow
1: and the only reason I know what it smells like I took my grandchildren to a a reptile park where they Uh saw snakes, and I recognized the smell.
0: Wow, interesting. I
1: I couldn't believe it.
0: And that came through the breath. Yes, through the breath. breath. Wow, look how powerful that is. Well, breath, they say breath is life, right? I've heard that before,
1: breath is life. Yeah. Actually, the breath is the source. The breath, Mm Is God, because you can't you can't mm-hmm. live without that. You can live without water a while. You can live without food a while, but you can't live very long without some breath.
0: So some true. So That's true. makes
1: me so passionate about this kind of yes, work. Yes,
0: I can tell. I love your passion for this work, and that makes so much sense. I'm I'm recently learning more about. Breath myself, not the kind of work you do, but um, my my chiropractor does some of that, and it's more of a somatic kind of breathing. And I realize that when I do like let things out, it does feel different, you know. And then my breath, my parasympathetic sympathetic nervous system comes sort of back into balance. Um, so it's about balancing that, and you're releasing, helping people release trauma through breath.
1: Right. Well, then once that's done, that music and it goes on depending on the client, because it takes me about an hour to make a playlist, because what I do, I kind of do a meditation or a zone in, and I, I think of that person, and I put the music together the way I think is best for them, and then there's a transition period, and then there's some, and I've, I use Safagio now, thanks to you. Oh, i never cool. even heard of it before I met you, and so I use that as part of that that um, getting back to that transitioning and also into the calming part
0: oh that's beautiful very nice I love it it's custom you're doing a custom play set for your clients yes
1: nice beautiful so when I think about all the time I spend I'm pretty cheap <laughs> <laughs> you know it's
0: people in the service industry all of us you know healers and coaches and stuff um you know we just love our people so some sometimes it's you know there's that extra time that gets spent so i understand yeah yeah understand yeah well you're doing such beautiful
1: work well thank you Mm i've even had people go back in other lives and i had one woman who is so brilliant she's She's also a, um, a healer herself, and she's just she just can't, she doesn't want to put her head out there. So after one of her sessions, I said, I know why you're, you don't want to be a tall poppy, because you've had your head cut off in some other lifetimes, because she said she was there. She saw the guillotine come down on her head, and I said, well, that's exactly, you're, that's, that's part of that other life. You don't have to do that anymore. They're not going to cut your head off. So, it, oh, well, you know, like when we do ancestral soul tie boxes and stuff like that, it's just right. So and we just yeah. carry out. Yeah. You
0: know. Oh, that's beautiful. It's time to let that stuff go, right? And more and more people are needing that work right now, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Especially with after COVID and all that, that it brought up stuff. It feels like it brought up things to the surface to heal. And there's, there's definitely a, a more emphasis on that. And, and people, I think,
1: are more willing, too. Well, they had a big hammer. They had this yeah. convergence. And that's what the convergence was all about. Because when you know yourself, when you take something away, you have to put something back. Right. And right now, we're in the process of churning the darkness, the ugliness that's all over this earth right now. There's so much meanness and, and, and pain and suffering
0: mm-hmm.
1: going on, and it's all part of what has to happen because they gotta shake out the sheep, so to speak, and get all of this dirt out before we can move into something that's going to be more harmonic.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it might that's mean that we have to get rid of half of the people, who knows?
0: Right. I hope not. But yeah, I hope you're right. Too, but we don't know. We just don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's certainly time to detox on all levels, physically, well, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's just time to cleanse, time to get it all out, you know? And like you said, Alexis, in such a beautiful way, you know, it's coming to your truth, being true to yourself, being true, true. to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were going to leave our audience with one tip, what would it be?
1: Listen to your soul. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do, we might think it's to make more money, to be happy and all of that. But that's not it. Those are just things to keep you from the truth or on the path. And it has to be into the heart and into the soul.
0: Wow, beautiful. I think we're gonna end on that note. Thank you for your wisdom today, for your beautiful stories, for being vulnerable, uh, for sharing with us so we can have an insight into you know, our, our path here, our, our individual soul path. Beautiful, yeah. thank you, Alexis.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: You know, tell us how we can get a hold of you. So you're in Western Australia. Um, I you, and I know you see a lot of local, local clients. You have a yes, great, a great practice there. Um, do uh, you
1: like see people long distance or is it mostly? Yes, necessary? I do. I absolutely uh, part of this. and It's been pretty amazing. So all they need to do is just um, email me at Alexis at gmail.com perfect
0: perfect oh my gosh thank you so much i love you you're so amazing
1: this has been
0: fun thank you alexis Alexis.
1: and And, thank you louise thank you for what you do you you're you're pretty amazing yourself well we're two amazing souls (laughs) sometimes
0: we're two amazing souls getting to connect and we hope you all felt that today and we welcome you back next week Uh, And so thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Alexis.